Blog Talk Radio. Hey, quiet on the set. It's IWS Radio, starring the IWS players, Guy on your dick, Slider Ballscock, Joshua, Bobby Craft, Reverend Moneymaker, Paul Pyatt, Dusty Sandman, Stubby Stonehenge, featuring Canada's own Jamie Maple Leaf, along with special guest star Schmoop. <laughs> And now, straight from the bar, your host, Matt Man and J-Man. Wow. Cheers, greetings, and welcome to I'm With Stupid. This is the Matt Man coming to you live from the Palatial Digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. And sitting next to me, as always, a mere few hundred miles to my west-southwest, a man who is the couplet to my sextet. What? The J-Man, bitches! You know, sometimes I sit here and I look at J-Man and I think, I wonder what's going on inside that head of his. And then I think, oh, probably nothing. Yeah, probably. Wow. Good Lord. <laughs> Hola! <laughs> Welcome, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this is J-Man coming to you live from my luxurious studios here in Redneckville, Arkansas. And not much going on through my head at all today. How are you doing, man? I'm doing wonderful. It's finally sunny out. It's going to be mm-hmm. 60 today, uh, which is, uh, well, let me tell you, compared to yesterday, that's a heat wave, J-Man. Oh, really? Yes. Well, I tell you what, we're cooling off to 68 today. Take that. We were in the 80s yesterday. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. Spent 10 hours at the beer mine yesterday, J-Man. 10 hours. Long haul. Breezy, 41 degrees, and raining. (laughs) Well, that's kind of brutal. Ah, yeah, it sucked, in a word. (laughs) Not a good day. Great googly moogly. I know, I know. Had to wear jeans, had to wear long pants, and probably a jacket. A jacket? No, no Did jacket. A white jacket on? No. No, I had I had a t shirt and three sweatshirts on. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> the sun finally yeah. came out, J Man, you know, with like an hour and forty five minutes left in the day. Yeah. yeah. T shirt and three sweatshirts because you're I'm a big strong man. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's that's rough. I tell you, it was, I know. Like I said it was sunny and eighty degrees here, and 
very comfortable. Nice day to be oh, out. Out and about, yeah. wandering around town. People seem sure. happy. Good day. You know, enjoying spring. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little oh, rough God, when you get the weather in the car. With the weather we had yesterday, we would have made more money staying closed. Well, you know, it's it's going to be good days and bad days. Man. You know. Yeah. Someday you're just ridiculously busy. You can't even get a, a minute to go and pee. You'll be thinking about those slow days. And yeah. Thinking about how great they were. Sure. Sure. Yeah, well, Friday was like that. See? Well, see? A little balance. A little balancing yeah. act here. Yeah. All right, then. Do I sound funny? Um, I don't know. Why? No. I still got that dangling tooth back there. Do you? No, I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. I still got that thing. So I still talk like this a little bit. Like yeah, this, this I was getting on like this. This may be a new character right here. It could be. Guy. <laughs> the uh-huh. <whisper. laughs> uh-huh. No, I was just getting a little feedback there a little earlier. It's gone now. Ooh. Yeah. Echo action. Yeah, just a little feedback and. Oh. But it's fine. Okay, good. Sometimes we get some echo going. I've noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand that there's some, uh, shockingly, some BTR problems this this week. No. Some people had a tough time getting into chat rooms. Mm-hmm. I hear they can understand they can listen, but sometimes they can't get in the chat room. So if that's the case with you, uh, sorry. <laughs> Nothing we can do about it. <laughs> nope. Have to shoot an email to Alan Levy, if that's his real name. Yeah. So, uh, I was able to get into the chat room for old uh, Bum One Bob. There, you know, blogtalkradio.com slash Bum One Bob. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were talking about wrestling. Of course they were. Wrestling. I'll be checking that out after this show. So, but we do have a few guests in the chat room, and uh, yes, we do. And along with those guests, you know who's yes, in there. Yes, man. We have someone in the chat room who had a hard time getting it in, or getting in to the show, I should say. Uh huh. And it would be this yes. lovely lady. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Jamie Maple Leaf. Hey, you mm-hmm. doing, baby? <laughs> Relaxing up there in uh, hockey country? Yep. Listening to us today? Yeah, she kind of put it to you. I was surprised. You know, Canadians are so very nice. She must have been having a bad week. 
kind of stuck yeah. it to me. Not not altogether unfair comment. Well, no, but probably a pretty good like observation gave, in general. Yeah, that, yeah, it's kind of like she gave the red and white of the Canadian flag a black eye. Yeah, <laughs> a, little, a little tough on the J man. Mm-hmm. So, don't know who Jamie's rooting for in the old NHL playoffs. I think she was rooting for Vancouver. Boy, they took it on the chin last night. What is this NHL you speak of? Is this like a sport? Ho- oh, yeah. It's hockey, man. Oh, hockey. Okay. Mm-hmm. I watched the beginning of that Vancouver-Calgary game and I thought Vancouver scored a couple of really early goals looked like, looked like they were in control and then uh, apparently uh, Calgary just went wild on them scored seven goals on them Wow They flamed it up, didn't they? Those they did They Cowboys the ice from on fire. Calgary So there's your NHL update, folks. Oh, and the yeah, Rangers. The uh, the Rangers uh, advanced. They beat Pittsburgh. I saw that. Let's go, Rangers. Uh-huh. That's pretty clever of them, isn't it? That is. <laughs> Almost as clever as the chant they had at the uh, demonstrations in Baltimore yesterday. No justice, no peace. That's, that's a new one. I had never heard that oh, one yeah. before. Wow, did they just make that up? <laughs> yeah, yeah I clever. think so. <laughs> See them all sitting around. We need a chant. We need a chant. Uh-huh. Let's, let's just go with the no justice, no peace one. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> God, I wish I had. I was the one who came up with that years ago and copyrighted it. And everyone oh, would have to pay me 10 bucks to use it per demonstration. <laughs> yeah, I guess things got a little wild in uh in uh Charm City last night. <laughs> we want peace so much in our town that <laughs> baseball goers can't leave Camden Yard for fear of their life. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, every time anything like that happens, they start busting in all the hooligans. I know. All the, the anarchists. I bet the uh, and tea parties good... paid to send them in, too. <laughs> that was actually a good point made by the, uh, uh, not the mayor, the uh, police chief, I believe, of Baltimore. He was warning about this. He said, you know, go ahead and have your demonstration, but remember all those people who come in from the outside, as soon as the publicity's gone, they leave. This is our city. Right. Could we just behave? Demonstrate yeah. all you want. Just behave. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Telling people in Baltimore to behave. 
<laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Maybe, I mean, that's maybe. a struggle without any any Freddie Gray incident. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they could ask the police to behave a little bit, too. You know, maybe, well, yeah, you know, they could ask the cops to stop beating the shit out of innocent people and killing them. There's an idea. Just, you know, just in case it would help. Let's all relax. Let's take a deep yeah. breath. But, uh. The shout out to CNN. I don't know which one of them was that did it, but they uh, they broke away from their Baltimore coverage so they could show the White House correspondence dinner, and they wondered if Obama would mention Baltimore when he spoke. Uh-huh. Well, see, you know, you're the news organization. You could just stay with the news, but oh no, had to go to the you know the fun and games, the comedy routine. So did you watch the correspondence dinner, Jamin? Kind of. I flipped over when there was a, uh, I guess it was halftime, the Memphis-Portland game. Mm -hmm. I flipped over, Obama was speaking, and he brought out Michael Keegan Peel. Is that his name? Luther, his uh, anger translator. That's when I oh God! Yeah. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> That's unfortunate because, ah, boy. No, I thought uh, Obama was pretty funny, except for that. I thought that was really uncomfortable and not that funny. Hmm. <laughs> and then Cecily Strong was okay. She did all right. I didn't watch it. I was busy, Jay, man. I was working, doing research oh, well. for today's show. Oh, that's that's too bad. You miss out on big things like that, you know, waiting until yeah. the last minute. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I had a disjointed week. It just threw me all off. Oh, that's too bad. Well, you know, this is becoming a habit. Uh, <laughs> it is. You know, beer mine oh. Beth. Yeah. Oh. I had to switch yeah. days with her again, work for her, had two long days in a row. Yeah, she seems to be taking more time off than Obama. Uh, yes, on. she does. Good golly, Miss Molly. Just threw me off. I, I had big ideas. I had a lot of things, a third to 50% written. And then, you know, I just, ah, oh boy. Just not, I, in fact, I I dissed our Canadian bureau chief Jamie, what which I feel bad about. Well, you I was going to work. I was going to work with her on a piece, a piece of audio, folks. Yeah, uh-huh. get your mind out of the gutter. Yeah, I just because. I got it started. I got it started and never got it finished. I got a lot of things started and never got them finished. Thanks a lot for your mind, Beth. We may have to call you later. Uh I demand reparations. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And what did she need that day? What what was such a big, important thing that she needed that? Oh, she was going swimming. Heck, 
That's right. Yeah. Going swimming. Yeah. You know, we have a highbrow comedy radio show to do, and I have to readjust my <laughs> life so so she can do the breaststroke. <laughs> Hey, guess what? What? I got a new electric racer. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a Braun. I switched from the the old Panasonic rotary style to the Braun foil style. A little different, a little different, but it's not bad. I'm pretty smooth, looking pretty good. My face is looking pretty, you know, pretty. Well, it always is. Be sure to use it every day. It's a little loud. Kind of, you know. Oh, is it? You know, but uh, other than that, Hmm. other than that, it's going pretty good. It's one of those wet, dry razors. I could use it in the shower if I want. Uh-huh. Shaving cream or soap, water. I've never whatever. understood that. I've never understood people who shave in the shower. I find that odd. Well, it's convenient. It's convenient. Well, how can you see yourself? A mirror. How's that for an idea? You know, put a mirror in there. In the shower. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's kind of creepy. I mean, unless it's. For sexual purposes, uh, <laughs> I, I no, think that's kind of put a mirror right. You know, you got the shower caddy right there hanging over the uh, the shower thing there. You got your shampoo, and your soap, and your. You have a shower yeah. caddy, do you? Of course. Yeah, you. Why well, did I gonna, even ask? I should gonna, have assumed where? that you had a shower <laughs> caddy. Oh well, my where god! Where else are you going to put your important stuff? You're going to you know leave them on the counter and you know move the shower curtain and reach over and, you know, get water everywhere to grab each individual item you need. Like a like Well, don't soap. you have little sides on your bathtub shower thing or what? Mm, that you could just nope. put the bottles there? Yeah, but it's way down there. I'm standing up. I'm oh, right my God. <laughs> <sighs> so you got the shower caddy and you got the shampoo and you got the sh- shaving cream and you got the soap and everything like that, you just get a little handheld mirror and you put it right there in the shower caddy. It works perfectly, Matt. Okay. Turn the little shower head to the side a little bit. Well, at least I'm comforted in this fact. When I get married, it's not a gay wedding, but evidently I have a gay man coming to my wedding. Goodness gracious. Oh my goodness! Shower. So every every clean shaven guy in America is now gay. How about that? Okay. Well, what. Those who put so much <laughs> effort into it—it's not that much effort. In fact, it's less effort. <laughs> All right. All right. Shaving in the shower. You're getting clean. You're shaving. Then you hit yourself in the face with the water and cleans everything off, and then. You know, wash the hair with the uh, shampoo, then the conditioner, of course. You use conditioner? 
Well, it's, See, it's, it's not just about the shaving, it's, J-Man. It's, it's, it's about the shower caddy and the conditioner. Oh, my. It, do you loofah? Do you have a loofah in there? <laughs> it's, it's, shampoo. <laughs> it's shampoo plus conditioner in all in one. Uh, Again, okay. convenience. I'm all about the convenience. Well, that's fine, yes. It, you know, right. I understand. I understand. You you know, I understand. It's difficult for people with no hair to... to <laughs> <laughs> to get why it's important to keep the hair looking good. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. Oh, <sighs> you don't. You don't have a shower caddy. You do everything the hard way. Why is it hard? I hop in the shower. So much more. Make it so much more difficult. Well, that's what I do. I just hop in okay. the shower, and it's all—it's right there, you know, at eye level, easy to reach, no effort. Seems to bother you though. I don't know. <laughs> just, I don't know. It just seems—I don't know—just too neat. <laughs> I just well, I guess. What it all boils down to, <laughs> I just, and I just can't find it. That's the funny thing. I can't <laughs> find it, gay man. <laughs> so, um, anyway, there you have it. I just so I guess you find the whole, you find the whole thing. Fucking uh, ponderous, man. Ponderous, <laughs> fucking ponderous. I just don't see someone having a shower caddy who claims to be... I'm a big, strong man! <laughs> I just don't see... I don't know what to tell you. You just have a very narrow view of people and life, I guess. Yeah. Everything's black and white with you, Matt. Black and white. No gray area for you. Oh, God, Hardly. <laughs> You know how many times a day I rationalize things through areas of gray. <laughs> My whole life is uh, one big rationalization. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, like, as George said to Jerry on Seinfeld, remember, it's not a lie if you believe it. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Words to live by, folks. <laughs> right. Oh well, so look, anyway. Jay Man. Holy oh, cow, what? Jay Man! Uh, he had to. Hey. He, he had to come into this show, which we had no topic. There's no news to cover, and we're just flying by our pants. It's one Mr. Robert Taylor. Welcome, Robert. Glad you could be here, hanging out with us. Mm-hmm. Our haggis-eating Scottish friend. That's right. And don't That's worry, Robert, our- we'll probably get into our groove here in about... Well, 20 minutes before the show ends. Yeah. yeah. We're doing okay. We've already 
discussed shower caddies and electric razors. Uh-huh. And we knew this show was going to go like this because there's just nothing happening. Yeah, not much. No uh, no good topics to hit on. We actually struggled through our weekly show prep session, agonizing oh, yeah. over something. Oh yeah, we kept we kept throwing stuff out there and trying to trying to figure out a way to make it work, and just didn't. <coughs> Even doing a national public radio show didn't sound good. Yes. <laughs> Or Jay and I thought about doing a third-person show, which Jay and I have done before. And Jay and Jay I kind of liked it. That. Yeah, Jay's a fan of that. Jay should tweet in third person. That's what Jay should do. Jay should do that. Matt would laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right then. And, and then your Twitter followers would laugh, and Jay would be happy about that. Yeah. And shout out to all those new uh, friends on Facebook. I'm still just getting tons of friend requests, man. Facebook You're inundated, aren't you? I am. I had eight eight requests the other the other day. Only three of them were real people, yeah. though. Got another friend request right now, in fact. Gee, many Christmas. You're not From just Natalie inundated. Kitt. You're not just inundated, you're inundated. Huh. Oh! <laughs> 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 Robert Taylor wants to know what an electric razor is and says that he used this. A blunt knife. Well, you know, those big, tough Scott, Scottish dudes. It's probably a butter knife. Like probably so. Probably puts that butter on his hours face. To probably puts butter on his face and then uses the butter knife to shave. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So the only exciting thing that happened here this week, Matt, was uh, my neighbor had car trouble. Oh, God, that's right. You mentioned that. Mm-hmm. I'd taken the trash out, and I was mm-hmm. wandering back. And mm-hmm. I saw him pulling into the into the parking lot in his Mercury Mountaineer. I think that's what it was, Mercury SUV. Mm-hmm. And it had this... Loud rattle going like that, kind of. How'd that go? And uh, he had a rather distressed look on his face. He got out and popped the hood. And as I was wandering by, and I said, uh, asked him if he had a loose belt, if he had a you know a belt frayed, and he said, no, it. You know, the big serpentine belt right there in front of the, the engine. Right. It looked okay. Now I look in there, and I can see right in the middle, there's a little, one of the little pulleys, one of the little, you know, pulley thingamajigs. I don't want to get too sure. technical on you guys. 
you could see especially it. the women. Right. Yeah, his women out there not you know, not not experts on this. Right. You could see it wobbling. Right? And so I'm like, Yeah, I think that's your problem right there. That pulley's loose, it's wobbling around, going da 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 you know. And uh he says, No, it's in the engine. I know it's in the engine. It's something in the engine. So I'm like, well, I think it's that pulley right there. And uh, I said, but, you know, I don't think it's anything too serious. And he goes, oh, it's serious. I know it's serious. It'll be serious. (laughs) 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 And he shuts it off. And he's looking around. And he grabs that pulley. And he can move the pulley a little bit. He can rattle it. He knows it's that. But he won't let himself believe it. Exactly. And I said, "Oh, no, no, no. you got to you got to stay optimistic here. It's it, you know they just need to tighten that down or replace it. That's all it'll be. No reason to be opti- optimistic about things." <laughs> well, I know how the I I know how this man feels. <laughs> so do I. Because I had <laughs> I had kind of car trouble in my life. Only it was with my wife, and I knew it needed to be replaced. <laughs> But I said, no, I just giggled around. It'll be fine. (laughs) I'll just jiggle it. I'll just service it every once in a while. Things will be okay. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and you just creeped me out by saying servicing it. Oh, man. Man, I tell you, that was... It was so weird because I walked away thinking, I think I just had a conversation with myself. <laughs> yeah. I'm over here. I, I'm telling some other somebody else, you know, oh, come on, stay positive. It's not that, it's not bad. It's going to be okay. <laughs> Whereas if my car, you know, even goes, you know, if I, you know, you turn the key instead of just starting right up, it goes and then starts. I'm like, oh God, what is it? What is it? Oh God, <laughs> it's it's gonna die. <laughs> I'm screwed. Or just like when you had trouble with your little uh, wind shear thing uh, in front of your sunroof. Oh God. We were all concerned. You remember that? Oh man, I thought it was. Yeah, I was sure that it was probably the transmission about to lock up or something. Mm-hmm. Something horrible happening. And it was just the little wind shear bouncing around up there. Yeah. yeah that, that worked out okay. Yeah. Nothing more fun than being, you know, driving 85 miles an hour on the interstate and all of a sudden your car going, oh, I can't even do it now. <laughs> like that. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, then. Well, I'll tell you what, say, man, in addition to our Scottish friend from, I don't know, Scotland, guess who else sauntered into the chat room? Oh, yeah. Hello. My name is Jesse Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. Everybody dance. Rock me, Jesse. 
the Fergmeister. Hell yeah, the Fergmeister. Only 33 minutes late this week. <laughs> He's going to have to do better. <laughs> yeah. All right. Comes barreling into the room. He probably he probably opened the door and walked in and said, No, 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 don't get up, don't get up. It's okay. <laughs> Especially to the ladies he said, I prefer you sitting. Mm-hmm. No no autographs. No autographs, please. No autographs. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Jamie, my stomach's still making funny noises. Oh boy. Oh boy. What what did you have for did you have something for breakfast? Uh, coffee, tomato juice, smokes. Nothing that could do any damage there that I can think of. Well, I know, but I had leftover frozen pizza that Schmoop made last night. Mm. Maybe she's working an angle. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'll tell you what, and speaking of Jesse Ferg, <clears throat> I'll tell you what, Friday night, you know, I, you know, that was one day I got off early, you know, thanks to Beer Mine Bev. Right. You know, she decided to show up on her regular schedule. Nice of her to do that. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm glad you had a good time swimming. So, you know, it's going to be a big night for me. I was going to write things and do all this. Well, I got engaged and entwined and entangled in several conversations Friday. It just threw my whole game off. Oh, did you? Yeah. As I told you, I I talked to Nurse Sherry for a while, who wants my ex-wife to quit stalking her. Thank you. If you're listening, quit stalking my <laughs> old friend, Nurse Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> and then I hung out with the Fergmeister for a while, J-Man. Awesome. Sounds yeah, like a hell of a good time. It was. It was actually a nice nice time. And then I got into a debate over the desecration of the American flag. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know who it was probably with because I saw the uh, the post and the uh, the guy at the uh, – it was at Wright State, wasn't it? Right there in the greater Bagwine metropolitan area. Yeah. Uh-huh. The guy yeah. who, uh, so that was kind of fun. That was yeah, a good was time. Stomping on the American flag. Yep. A bit disrespectful, but but his right. You know, I mean, it's yeah. it's everybody's right to step on the American flag, to spit on it, to try to set it on fire. To drape yeah. it over a chair and lean on it for promotional pictures. 
Uh-huh. Cut a hole in it and wear it as a poncho for a rock and roll concert. <laughs> you know. It's everyone's right to do these things. Yeah. But a lot of people are outraged when that happens. Oh, because sure. Because it happens sure. so often, J-Man. It happens every day. People are burning flags every day. I'm I'm going to go burn one uh, right after the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. not a flag. Any What? Anyway. Oh, God. And then uh, one of my brothers called me. And not Party Marty. It was just... I know. It was like visiting day at the old old folks' home. (laughs) I just chat with everyone. Uh All right, then. Yeah, that's how I spent my Friday night, too. I was chatting with you some people on Facebook. I said yeah. I said I spent my uh, Friday night the same way, chatting with some people on Facebook, yeah. hanging out, shooting the breeze. Sure. You know, good Nothing time. wrong with that. Heck yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Mm. Getting to know people, catching up sure. with old friends. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Although, I'll tell you what, J-Man, I was getting a little lonely because, as I mentioned on Facebook Friday night, that, you know, yeah. Snoop was working late, feeling a little down about my kid, and Snoop said she wouldn't get home till 11 when she got off at 10.30, which, you know, we mm-hmm. that'll be for a different uh-huh. show. Yeah, just ask yeah. people to say hi. What can you do me. in 30 minutes? What can you do in that extra 30 oh, minutes? Oh, boy, I tell you what I can do in... 20 seconds. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, no one was really big on saying hi to me. You know, until a day or two that. later. But, yeah. yeah, I saw that. I don't know what... Maybe everybody was busy chatting and yeah. talking to people and couldn't be bothered. Yeah. No. Give you a little, a little hello, a little howdy. I thought Facebook... Well, how do you do? I thought Facebook... <laughs> I thought Facebook was for friends. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, Robert Taylor, he 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 said hi to me yesterday. Sure, a day late and all that, but you know, the Scottish, yeah, they're kind of late back. You know, they'll get to it when they get yeah. to it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> when they get around to it. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, yeah. he probably wanted to make sure there was no charge. You know, no money. <laughs> it cost him anything. You know how his shots are. I've heard. I've heard. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know, Matt, last week we did a big pet peeves show. Uh-huh. And uh, there was one audio last week that we didn't get to. Oh, my God, and, yes. And, uh, and uh, I, uh, if it had been up to me, we could just, you know, let it go, but uh, we're contractually obligated <laughs> to play. We are exactly, you know, because we had we had approved it. You know, that's how the rules work. You know, they get submitted, we approve them, and once we approve them, we have to play them. So, and plus Folks. our sponsor, and plus our sponsor Trojans condoms demands that it be played. Right, ribbed for your pleasure, her pleasure, exactly. <laughs> so anyway. Um, there was somebody out there who had a few uh, sexual pet peeves, and that was uh, our very own 
Drew Peacock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, folks, folks, I know you missed it last week, but he's here for you now. Take it away, you freak. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Drew Peacock here for IWS Radio and the Sensual Side of Life. Oh, you know, I got a few sexual hang-ups. I mean, pet peeves. And I want all the ladies out there to know what they are. So if you ever get the chance to hook up with me, you'll already know what to do. Oh, communication is the key, baby. Listen and pay attention because I love ladies who can take orders. Oh, yeah. Obviously. I want you to be careful when you're down there servicing me with the teeth. You know what I'm saying? Oh, baby, I don't need Great marks on the wee-wee. Oh, no. Pay attention. You know how I like it, so just do it. And I, oh, baby, yeah. I will warn you when I'm about to blow. Oh, yeah, you can trust me, baby. Yeah, you know you can. Oh, and while you're down there, I don't need any Uvia, okay? Oh, no. That's an unexpected finger in the anus. Oh, no. Don't do that. I mean, everything is going great, and oh, we're so happy, and whoa, a finger right up the booper. No, baby, don't do that. That's a boner killer. Oh, Oh, and then, oh, baby, please, oh, just as we're about to get busy is not the time to have a serious conversation about us. Oh, no, no, the mood is ruined when you do that. Oh, no, we'll do that in the morning. Oh, baby, please. Let's just get busy. Oh, and while we're getting busy, feel free to just call me daddy. Oh, who's your daddy? I am, baby. I like it that way. Oh, yeah. Then, other than the appropriate moaning and screaming and wiggling while calling me daddy, I need you to shut up. Don't be trying to talk to me and have a conversation while we're having sex, baby. Because I am concentrating and you don't want to break my concentration. Oh, no, it'll all be over. Oh, we'll worry about you and what you want later, baby. Oh, I promise. I promise, and it's the promise that the true Meister makes to you, baby. Oh, yeah, let's just, let's just do it. I am going to listen to IWS Radio 
and dreams of Jay and Matt all night long. <laughs> what? What is wrong with that dude? <laughs> what? What kind of sick, degenerate person comes up with shit like that? <laughs> oh my god! Ah. Uh, Fucking sicko. I hope he never <laughs> goes to prison. <laughs> because all that all that talk's gonna come back to him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't think he'll do well. I don't think he'll do well in prison at all. No, I don't think Oh boy. <laughs> I don't know. He might get passed around a lot, but <laughs> Then again, maybe uh, maybe he'll enjoy it, you know. And yet, J-Man, he'll feign outrage. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. <laughs> ah, boy, good old Drew Peacock. Yeah. Yeah, we keep Drew around because he makes the rest of us look like we're pretty uh, decent people. Oh, exactly. In fact, Jay, man, it's kind of it's kind of funny you say that because we do this show for other people so they can feel good about themselves. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know, I was going to play this later, but it's a perfect segue, and. Uh, Let's get to it right here. Let's have a little pure IWS radio. Yeah. There's a place within the tubes of the internets where a person can learn to love themselves again, cast off the shackles of self-loathing, and run free beneath a crystal blue sky illuminated by a brightly shining sun that seems to never set. It's a place inhabited by a drunken, whoremongering, jet-setting journalist named Guy On Your Dick, and a folksy yet self-aggrandizing southern guy named Bobby Kraft. Awaiting you just around the corner is a touchy-feely man named Drew Peacock, who just wants to get to know you a little bit better. Down at the local baseball field, you'll find Slider Ballscock covering a tennis match, while the local preacher, Reverend Moneymaker, lies passed out on a yoga mat provided by a soft-spoken transcendentalist named Martin. Down at the local bistro, where only the worst of music is played, Paul Pyatt sits in the corner getting drunk in a dignified manner while waxing poetically. And at a nearby table, Joshua berates the owner over the gaudy outfits that the servers are wearing. Schmoop is at the bar belching. Dixie Ozark is working the room for news from closet-drinking Christian ladies. And spread out naked, atop a table, breezing herself neath a ceiling fan, is Canada's very own Jamie Napoli. These these are just some of the wacky, devil-may-care folks that Jay and Matt, the architects of this dystopian town, 
have invited to reside within their happy place that they call IWS Radio. And Jay and Matt want to invite you to come and spend a couple of hours every Sunday with them as well. You see, witnessing the humorous yet highly embarrassing and dysfunctional actions of the residents of IWS Radio will make you feel much better about yourself. Your journey to a more fulfilling life, a giant heaping of self-esteem, and no more self-loathing begins at IWSRadio.com. Yeah, love it, love it. We're doing a pub, doing a public service here, Jamie. That's that we are making people feel better about themselves. Yeah, two hours at a time. Yeah, at our own expense because you know we put others before ourselves. Right. So, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, probably need to probably need to take that audio and make a little video of it, put it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what I made last night? What did you make? Homemade hamburger helper. Oh, really? What'd you use? What hamburger? <laughs> and what did you use to help it along? <laughs> well, I used uh, a can of cheese soup, the cheddar cheese soup, uh-huh. can of mushroom soup, can of mushrooms that I chopped up, onion, uh-huh. and peas, and uh, elbow elbow pasta, little elbow macaroni yeah. pasta. Excellent. Browned up the and chopped up an onion. Did I mention that? Anyway, I also threw some green. I threw some green chilies in there, but I couldn't taste them. I don't think it did any good. Really? Tried to kick Man, it up a notch. Sounds, yeah, that sounds pretty good. You know, you're all you were only missing one thing, and you know what that was? What? Instead of mayonnaise, they, and they should <laughs> just say, "Would you like some schmoop sauce on that?" <laughs> Yeah, that's the one thing it needed. A little <laughs> simup sauce. Yeah, huh? Little, little ooze, a little simup sauce over the top. Of mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but it was good. It came out really good. I threw everything in there. Got the browned up the hamburger meat, and you know, drained it. Of course, got to get that grease out of there. Then. Throw everything in there with it, stir it all up, and got made the pasta. And after I drained the pasta, I threw it all together, put it in the oven for about 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. Got some leftover. I think the leftover, I'm gonna after I get it warmed up in the oven, I'm going to take some shredded cheddar cheese over the top a little bit. Yeah. Brown yeah. that up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A little sour cream make on it, top of nice. I'm not a big sour cream guy. I'm not a big fan. Oh, boy. This goes <laughs> back to the sour caddy. No, no, no. Look, there's 
sour cream is a way grosser, weird thing than shower caddy. Sour cream, that's yeah, well, yeah. nasty. Yeah. That's a nasty white liquidy substance. You know, you open the thing, you open the little container, and it's got all this like water sitting on top. This milky white <laughs> substance just really grosses me out. I'll tell you what. Same way that what's funny, Jim, same way man. mayo does. Here's what's funny. Speaking of white creamy sauces, and someone who claims to be appalled by Drew Peacock. Jamie Maple Leaf wants a little man gravy on your homemade <laughs> hamburger helper. Uh-huh. And she's asking about brushing your teeth in the shower also. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, and and uh and don't forget to pee while you're in the shower. It's all pipes, baby. It's all <laughs> pipes. <laughs> Here's what I don't and understand. Normally, Jamie Maple Leaf also said, that is gross, Matt. I'm not the one who mentioned man gravy. <laughs> I don't understand this, Jamie. <laughs> and Robert Taylor says that he is a vegetarian, and we're just going to let that go. <laughs> okay. You just are on Mondays, most that. Mondays. I, I'm on Meatless Mondays. That's right. One day a week, thinking about the environment and being health conscious and all that good stuff. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but that hamburger helper, normally I make that uh, very similar to that using ham instead of hamburger, a little ham casserole, which is pretty good. Yeah, that's always, oh, yeah, and always I, good. And I put those, uh, you know, the French fried onion rings you can get in the can. Oh, yeah. Sprinkle, sprinkle well, those on top. I, Yep. I thought about doing that with this too, but I don't know. Yeah, I think it'd probably be pretty good though. Sure. Give it a little crunch, you know, mm-hmm. like your dinner to have a little crunch action. Got to have a little crunch. Yeah. Yeah. Fritos would be good on top. Free? Oh, that's not a bad idea. Or at all. Doritos. Yeah. Nacho cheese. Oh, you gotta have Doritos? the cheese. Yeah. I've seen some recipes with that: nacho cheese, Doritos, and hamburger, and pasta, and whatever. Yep. Sure. Hmm. You are a culinary genius, Matt. Well, I've heard that before. You should have your own uh, cooking show. I it should do a, that. It, it could be on the on the uh, cooking channel, and it could come on right after Haley Duff's cooking show. Oh, God. I'd like to be right behind her. I'd love to yeah. be right behind Haley Duff. I uh, know. That's her good side, behind her. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, <laughs> funny man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh, that'd be, that'd be good. And yeah, maybe, you know. You could squeeze in between her and uh, 
Rachel Ray. <laughs> oh, God. I don't think anyone can squeeze in between Rachel Ray. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Giada. John Kerry-esque long chin. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's perfectly balanced by her it ample is. breast. There's a balance there. There's a balance there. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not saying and believe that Haley it or not, isn't. Believe I, I'm it not, not saying J-Man. that Haley isn't. Well, someone who, who likes to disagree with me, the live studio audience agrees with me. On the Haley over Hillary thing. Hmm, that's weird. But I know. But she she doesn't think Scarlett Johansson is hot, so we've already discounted well, her opinion on these things a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not saying Most that Haley women. isn't. Well, <laughs> here's the thing, J Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most women, women don't think Scarlett's hot. Because uh-huh. they know she is. <laughs> uh huh. The claws come out. Mm-hmm. Growl. And we're headed to the top of the hour, and you can always call in at six six one two four four nine eight five two and talk about nothing with Jay and I. That's on right. There. Nothing. Nothing is happening. Hotline. And as I said, six six one two four four. Nine eight five two. Yeah, and top of the hour. You know what that means, Matt. You know what time oh, it's for? Oh boy, don't I? Time is four. Wake up, yeah. buddy. Acapella. Tell him it's time to yeah, go to work. That's fine. All right, buddy, hit it, baby. The music is atrocious. The lyrics are weak. Time for Jay and Matt's picks for worst song for the week. Hey. Yeah. Well, all right. I think maybe you should go first this week, J-Man, since, well, you've rediscovered spontaneously your musical roots this week, and you didn't even know. Well, uh, I know. What happened was um, (laughs) I have my, uh, my rock and roll goddess friend, who everyone knows as Miss IWS Radio, Miss Tamara Ramon. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, how you doing, oh, baby? How you doing? Um, I was a big, big fan of punk rock, and I'm a big fan of Tamara. She's a <laughs> wonderful person, uh-huh. and uh, she posted well last week. Happy birthday shout out to Iggy Pop. It was his uh 68th birthday last week, 64th whatever. And uh Tamara posted posted some some Iggy Pop pictures. Uh one of them he was naked. Hello. Uh-huh. Um and so, you know, she and I were talking about the good old days of punk rock, rock music. And uh, then, you know, we were talking about that during show prep. 
and we found out that Schmoop is a Frank Zappa fan, and uh, wow, you were God. you were you were a little uh, uh, respectful about that. Wow, that's quite uh, the opposite of of being a Frank Zappa fan. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I said that I was going to get on YouTube and I was going to with a completely open mind. Yes. Give Frank Zappa another try. Sure. And I believe that was Tuesday night, and I did, and uh, I had mixed results. Some of it I really liked. Some of it I didn't really like. So my first worst song of the week is Frank Zappa, Why Does It Hurt When I Pee? He's a genius. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In fact, when I mention it to my brother, Party Marty, he always says this. Where's Benny Hanna? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Yeah, Frank Zappa. A lot of people think he's a genius, and maybe he is, and maybe, you know, J-Man, as we've discussed, Maybe he's the Jim Gaffigan, Gaffigan of music, and we That's just don't right. get it. Right, he just may but, be way above our uh, cognitive abilities, our intelligence yeah. levels. Yeah, because he wrote this song, and a lot of people like it. It's about a Inuit mother talking to Eskimo's son, and uh, part of it goes exactly like this. Your money don't go to the show Well, I turned around and I said Oh, oh, oh Well, I turned around and I said Good practical advice right there. Yeah. That you learned in third grade and giggled about. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the genius, ladies and gentlemen, that is Frank Zappa. Yeah. 
But then again, like I said, a lot of it I did like. I actually, okay. I'm myself enjoying. But I will tell you one that I just couldn't, one I just really can't seem to get into. And uh, I don't want to. I don't want this to uh, come between me and, and Tamara because you know, Tamara, I, uh, you know, I love you, but um, I just can't get into Iggy Pop, and yeah. I especially couldn't get into this one. The other day I was walking down 14th Street. It was a beautiful summer day. The sun was shining. I found myself surrounded by Latin American dark women. And as I looked at their ankles and their knees and their thighs and the curve of their body and their mysterious eyes, I couldn't help but thinking about their pussies. And I asked myself, Can you please walk? Can you please talk? Can you please smile? Can you please smile? Can you please smile? That is Pussy Walk by A.D. Pop. That sounds like something that if Ernest Hemingway was a punk rocker, <laughs> he would write. Yeah. And uh, in the chat room, we have support yes. for Frank Zappa from both Robert and Jesse Ferg. Yeah, this show's uh, this the show title this week is a uh, bastardization of a Frank Zappa quote. Mm-hmm. It was originally he said, "Jazz isn't dead; it just smells funny." Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about Jesse Ferg and Mr. Robert Taylor: <laughs> one Scottish and one lives in the hometown of the Teapot Dome scandal. That's yeah. all you need to say. <laughs> I think you're uh, you're being increasingly isolated with your Zappa hate, though. Oh God, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> he had a cleverly titled album and or and or song, you know, back in the late so Shake Your Booty. <laughs> oh. Funny stuff right there. <laughs> oh boy. <sighs> I'll tell you what I find interesting though, you know, with all your mentions of Tamra. A flower who purports herself to be so demure likes that song and then posts pictures of Iggy Pop popping out. What is up with that? She is uh, an eclectic person. Mm-hmm. Yes. She sees the uh, the uh, goodness and beauty and everything in everyone. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, yeah, she sees the goodness and beauty in everyone, doesn't she? 
And boy, she found it in Nikki, didn't she? (laughs) Something to love about everyone. (laughs) Uh There's lots to love. I'll tell you what, Jay. Oh, God. What's not to like? I know. I'll tell you what, Jay, man. I got one last. I got one worst song yet to go. And I like this guy. I really do. Um, I'm not a huge fan, but um, yeah, I like his music for the most part, except for two songs. Old Time Rock and Roll and this one, which I think we will all find quite topical. I think I'm going to Catman do. That's really, really where I'm going to. out a little. Yeah. Go do something with some rebuilding and yeah. I tell you what. I know somebody who can't stand Bob Seeger. And who is that? It's the birthday girl, my sister, Kelly. She absolutely can't stand Bob Seger. She doesn't even like the lives the, the Silver Bullet band and she doesn't know who any of them are. Yeah. Yeah, the live studio audience is not a big fan either. Yeah. Well anyway. Well happy birthday shout out to Kelly. Oh and, heck uh, yeah. Enjoy us dissing Bob Seger on your birthday. Almost yeah, as if you plan that. Yeah. 
Hell, and the shout live out studio to audience. Todd. The live studio audience thinks that um, "Turn the Page" was written by Nirvana. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Not Nirvana. Metallica. Metallica. God, they're all the they all look alike. <laughs> they're all interchangeable. What the hell? They are. One goes into rehab, one comes out. They just build a band around <laughs> Yep. And shout out to Cog in the chat room. Cog joining us. Mm-hmm. Late. But here. Sure. Extreme Rules 2015. I don't know what he's talking about. Probably talking about wrestling. That wasn't bad at all. Those were some pretty, Topical. you know, worthy songs there. Sure. <laughs> I tell you what's what happened on Facebook this week. A friend of mine on oh, Facebook what? said something. I don't think she did this knowingly, but she posted something on Facebook that gave people the chance to do what they always so badly want to do. And that's turned Facebook turned Facebook into Bragbook. <laughs> My friend, let's call her Stacy, because that's her name. Okay. Asked everybody where their college diploma is. And it was on, Matt. People came rolling in there. I commented and I just said in a box somewhere because I don't really know where it is. But people came rolling in there with things like, well, my undergraduate diploma is in a closet, but my master's and PhD are on the wall of my office. (laughs) And they were... All of my degrees are on the wall at my law office downtown. And then other people were showing pictures of their office in Manhattan and the view that they have. And you could see the diplomas on the wall behind their desk. Uh (laughs) And then other people were taking pictures of their masters and PhDs from NYU and Duke. Stanford. (laughs) Uh (laughs) And it was just, I'm so much better than you. (laughs) You you regular people, you state college people, you public school idiots. I'm surprised someone didn't add. With all these degrees, if you have any questions, you should. Ask the expert. Uh Uh-huh. So anyway, they were they were on it. You know, if you ask them, you know, ask people what kind of car they drive, they'll be posting pictures of BMWs and Mercedes and what have mm-hmm. you. 
They like to brag. And we have breaking news, Matt. Uh-oh. Cleveland Cavaliers forward Kevin Love was just hurried to the locker room with what appears to be a shoulder injury. Uh-oh. He was holding that arm. Looked like uh, looked like Boston Celtics forward Kelly Olenek got a hold of his arm and jerked him around and injured his shoulder. Oh, goodness. Typical. Dirty, cheap play from the Boston Celtics. Exactly. <laughs> and Jesse Ferg says, I got my masters from your mom. Hey, oh. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> Ferg is on it. Never miss a chance for a your mama joke. No, no, because it, ha- you know, you can say that to anything. Either that or uh-huh. that's what she said. <laughs> hey, the sun came up today. Ah, that's what she said. <laughs> yeah. And um, speaking of last week's show, mm-hmm. and we were at one point, uh, we had a little incident with uh, Bobby Kraft, who uh, used his... Oh, boy. A lot of time in the show to take a few shots at other correspondents. And I don't think they took too kindly to it. In fact, we have a response to Bobby from one Dixie Ozark. Wow, of all people. I know. Got her pretty riled up. So take it away, Dixie. Howdy, y'all. Dixie Ozark here for IWS Radio with a very special commentary. I sat slack-jawed for several minutes after hearing Bobby Kraft's report last week. You know, the one where he took some pretty cheap shots at his fellow correspondents, including yours truly. I have never felt more hurt and betrayed in my life. Actually, I'm more disappointed in Bobby than anything. I mean, Bobby is like a son to me, and look what he did. He launched a vile, vicious, and completely unprovoked attack on my character, not only as an internet radio correspondent, but as a person. While I resent his attack on my professionalism, it's the personal side of his assailment that really hurts. Bobby, I know you're a mama, and she would be so disappointed in you if she ever actually listened to your show and heard that. You were not raised this way, and I think all this internet radio correspondent fame is going right to your head. You've just gotten too big for your britches, and it's high time someone cut you down to size. I don't really care for this Drew fella either, but I keep it to myself because that's what a decent person does. I think Drew may may very well be a freak and a degenerate, but it's his right to do so, so long as he isn't breaking any laws, and all the adults are consenting, who am I or you to judge, so long as I don't get stuck in a room with him alone. I could care less what he does with his life. And talking about Reverend Moneymaker's drinking problem? Well, that's nothing more than gossiping, and you know the Lord doesn't look kindly on that. Didn't you learn anything at all those years of attending the Methodist Church? You should just be ashamed of yourself, Bobby. If your first grade teacher, Mrs. Langston, was still alive, she would whack you upside the head with a yardstick. 
Maybe that would knock some sense into you. You know what? The more I think about this, the angrier I get. I changed your diapers, Bobby Kraft. How dare you act like this? You think you're better than everyone? You grew up in a little bitty town just like the rest of us. You went to public schools. You never accomplished a damn thing in your life before getting a lucky break from Matt Man and J-Man. And have you ever thanked them? I don't think you have. I got two words for you, Bobby Kraft. Bite me. Hey everyone, this is Warrior Cat, and you're listening to IWS only on Blog Talk Radio. Mwah. Wow, hey. Dixie went off. Yeah, she she returned fire, didn't she? She went nuclear, baby. <laughs> yeah. That's Dixie Bobby's Ozark upset, made yeah. Bobby her Syrian bitch. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Basically, she told Bobby, You, you need, need to shut your whore mouth. mouth. Hey? <laughs> yes, she did. And the worst yeah. thing is, I'm... I, I meant to say Dixie went Bashar Assad and made Bobby her mm-hmm. Syrian bitch. But, of yeah. course, I left the name out, so it wasn't quite as funny. Hmm. Well, we got to hell. Yeah. It can get ugly around here, J-Man. Oh, we can. You know, you got a lot of egos to juggle here. Chew, boy. Yeah, when you got that many egos, it's a it's a tightrope. Yeah. Actually, Bobby probably listened to that, and he probably thought, I think this woman is off her rock. I think she's lost her mind. <laughs> probably so. <laughs> Excuse me. I'll tell you what, kind of makes me sad because I can remember the old days when things around the studio and in staff meetings were a lot more pleasurable, a little happier, a little more lighthearted. Yeah. But those days kind of died when um, Tammy Tibbles died, J-Man. Uh-huh. Remember yeah, how she miss, used to... I miss her. Yeah, she used to bounce around the room. Well, not bounce around the room, but go around the room and make everyone happy. And mm-hmm. Well, let's see if um, we can conjure up her spirit and try to bring a little happiness to this show. Poetry and such with Paul Pyatt. Gentle and heartfelt greetings to all of you discerning drinkers of the warm and aromatic coffee of life that is IWS Radio. Renowned poet and IWS literary editor, Paul Pyatt here, bringing you some of today's finest in the world of poetry, prose, and people. Today, 
during our journey along the solid boulevard of words made magical and life's pentameters made iambic. I offer unto you a poem by American poet and internet inspirationalist, IWS Radio's very own Tammy Tibbles, from her 2013 book, Regaling in Repetition. Here is Amazing. Turn that frown upside down. <laughs> Don't be glum or blue. Rise and shine with a sunny smile. Your amazing rises with you. Make your day, make your way. Don't fuss with your messy bed. An untidy house can wait for now. Your amazing waits in your head. Chase your dreams, sing and scream. Let the world hear you roar. Wear a cape and grab the bull by the horns. You're amazing like a Toreador. When your day is done and down goes the sun, head to bed with a glass of wine. Caress yourself like a China doll. You're amazing. Loves you long time. <laughs> amazing. By Tammy Tibbles. And for now, as I travel the road less traveled, bye-bye. You're listening to I'm With Stupid on the BTR Network. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good times. Those were good Pistol times right there. Yeah. Always yeah. a smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was really good. And a little reminder. And a little reminder that it is uh, National Poetry Month. April is. It is. So we want to want to be sure to uh, remind everybody to get their. Uh, Get their poetry on. Gotcha. A few more days to do so. In fact, you can call in and uh, and deliver your own uh, freestyle slam poetry right here if you'd like. Sure. On the iambic pentameter hotline at 661 <laughs> In you fact, know, we have a little a great, bit of po- oh. Well, I was going to just say, Jamie, you, you know who was a great poet? Who? And thinker, deep thinker, Nipsey Russell. Nipsey Russell. The late, great Nipsey Russell. He had some thoughts this week in poetry form, as always. Of course. On some of the things that we were, uh, that we were talking about, including... Uh, Including our 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 little uh, segment where we had all the punk rock going on. Really. And uh, so, Nipsey, uh, what did you think about that, Nipsey? I'm a huge fan of punk rock. I like music that is full of shock. I don't know when it all began, but I enjoy the way they stick it to the man. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> Sure. Nipsey, the the master of the four line rhyme. 
Yeah, and he keeps it real. That's what I like. He does. He does. And, you know, another thing that we, uh, you and I are both big fans of, Matt, uh-huh. are the people who uh, put up prayer requests on Facebook all oh, the time. God. Oh, yeah. Prayers, please. Need your prayers today. Heading to the DMV. Going bowling. <laughs> you know, important stuff. Well, N- Nipsey is in need of prayers also in the afterlife. Oh. <laughs> okay. I would never try to take advantage of people on Facebook. I don't want to grab them with an emotional hook, but I just had a slight twinge in my left arm. Please pray that a stroke isn't about to do me harm. (laughs) Uh huh. See, I can relate to that, J Man. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know, my left wrist was. Uh, for all oh, yeah. intents and purposes, broken this week, and asked for prayers. Did I get a single one? Oh yeah, finally from our buddy Christina. No yeah. one else. One. Uh, one. Yeah. Everybody else read that and went, "Oh, you're going to have to be celibate this week." Uh, yeah. <laughs> See. Thanks a lot, people. Yeah, that you know, but, people put those. Prayer requests up, but they're not quick to give their own prayers. No. I don't know what's up with that. I was in serious pain, and I got nothing but heartache. I got heartache along to go with my left wrist pain. Yeah. It's better now. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, it's better? That's good. Yeah, it's better. How's the uh, neck thing? Well, I'll tell you what. There's still a hint of it. <laughs> Just a little, huh? Yeah. I think I'll make it. I think I'll make it. Yeah, yeah well. <clears throat> maybe I should put up a prayer request for people. Ask them to pray for my uh, my tooth. You should. I asked you if you wanted me to do that. But you know, yeah. you being a big well, strong you don't man, get any. Uh, you don't get any response <laughs> on the prayer request. So. <laughs> I think people are done with me. They know I'm usually lying or making fun of something. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. But uh, speaking of poetry, <laughs> and we were. And uh, we were. Our very own. Uh, uh, Conspiracy theorist here at IWS Radio, Uh-oh. Mr. Whispering Willie, yeah. uh, has a little poem for us in which he wants to uh, warn us that uh, somebody is back. The bitch Uh-oh. is back. Oh, boy. Come 
shut up about white water. If you're a minority, she'll make you a priority. Not that she plays identity politics. That's other people's political tricks. She'll just wait for a Republican runt to get loose and call her a cunt. The reaction from the media and her supporters will be swift, and it will give her campaign a big lift. Sure, there will be the constant whiff of scandal, but it won't be anything she can't handle. Benghazi, Vince Foster, Travelgate, and Cash, all casually dismissed as right-wing trash. Her opponents are all a bunch of lightweights. They all have such terrible character traits. She's a runaway freight train who doesn't care about the blue dresses staying. She's only thinking about tomorrow, not the distant past's sorrow. So everyone hop on the bandwagon. They'll never slay the dragon. Why don't you give her a donation? Since she's going to be your salvation. I know it may sound whack, but the bitch is back. The bitch is back by Whispering Willie for IWS Radio. This is former President Bill Clinton, and you're listening to IWS Radio on the Block Talk Radio Network, and I feel your pain. Man. Who could he have been talking about? I think it was Carly Fiorina. What? Wait, what? (laughs) Maybe so. Maybe so. (laughs) All right. Anyway. There's a pleasant, there's a pleasant person, Jay. Man, Carly Fiorina. Fiorino. Oh yeah, she is so well, you likable. Yeah, you know she's fun at parties. Woo. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's almost as fun as Ted Cruz. Yeah, I can't imagine how freaking hilarious she would be at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Yeah. Probably almost as friendly and likable as I was at the beer mine this week, Jay, man. Maybe. Were you being well, rude the to weather people? Sucked. Well, no, I wasn't rude. I was firm. I was firm, Jay, man. <laughs> and the weather sucked. And um, I think it was Wednesday. You know, which was one of my regular long days, not one of the Thursday uh-huh. long days that, you know, was precipitated by beer mind death. But this guy pulls in, two guys, pulling in a car. Hey, how much is your pop? And I said, what kind? And he said, your 20-ounce throwaways. I said, what Kind, you know, because there's different price. Uh, Pepsi and a Mountain Dew. Ah, boy, I said three sixty-three. Oh boy, you got to work these people. 
God, it's exhausting. So you, you're saying that different brands have different prices? Yes. Even for the same 20 ounce? Yes. How much is Pepsi? One eighty one. One eighty one. Buck eighty one, that's an outrage. I would never pay that. It's a buck fifty nine up here. I said it's a, it's only a dollar fifty nine up here, or a dollar fifty even up here at the uh at Casey's general store. Yeah well. How much is Coke? One eighty one. How much is Mountain Dew? Well, Pepsi products and Coke products are the same, one eighty one. But if you want to, how much is seven up? up one thirty eight. Oh, that's weird. Because usually seven up is expensive. You know, like a a twelve pack, or a, yeah, a twelve pack of the uh, twelve ounce cans. It's like six bucks, mm-hmm. man. Store. It's outrageous. I need Down there details. at the people policing place. Yeah, obviously. Need people to be a little more specific about this. And also But I can see your side. You know, you wouldn't pull it you wouldn't pull up to the drive through and then say how much is a six pack of beer. You would mm-hmm. know that they needed to know, you know, if it's gonna be Stella Artois, maybe Dosetti, exactly. Budweiser, right? Bud Light, Bud Light, whatever. Yeah, old Milwaukee. And plus a couple instances of this happened this week. And I've talked about it many times, both on the Bagwine blog, our blog, on the radio show. Do not ever, ever, and I mean ever, since someone who is a non-smoker to get your <laughs> cigarette. <laughs> hey, could I have a pack of those one things that are in the blue pack? Really? Really? Oh, <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, you can if you could describe them to me. Yeah, mm. like if you could describe the words on the package. Yes. <laughs> And we got seven four zero listening in, which is touching. All right, seven four zero would like to chat with us. Press one on your dial pad. Yeah, and people should let us know, or you could let us know in the chat room if you're in the chat room. Say hey, pick up, yeah. or you could, you know, send me a tweet or something like that. You oh, know, Robert yeah. Taylor makes a good point. Robert Taylor's making a good point in the chat room about somebody coming to the beer mine to get Pepsi. Well, Robert Taylor makes a good point that Mike and I talk about every day. We wish we sold nothing but beer. Get rid of the cigarettes, the pop, and everything. Because those people can't make up their minds. Beer drinkers, <laughs> they pull in. Uh-huh. <laughs> beer ah, give drinkers, me a case of this. Usually, give me a 12-pack yeah. of that. They're on it. Yeah. The other people, not so much. 
Right. What kind of chips there, do you have? Oh, boy. <laughs> now, there are the hipster beer drinkers who go to the big liquor store, and they, you know, look at all the micro-brews and try to decide. Well, yeah, but that's not us, and there's there's a couple other right. places in Bagwine that can do that, and they go there. Right. So just leave us alone, buy a 30-pack of Bud Light, and get the hell out. That's all yeah. we want. That's all we ask. And 740 would like to chit-chat with us. Would he really? Let me mosey on over. I think. And I think I know who this is. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know who it is. Uh-huh. I'll do you now. Yeah, it's me. Who's me? Oh, I know who it is. Hello. My name is Jesse Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. Damn. Jesse got a double shot this week. Rock me, Jesse Ferg. That's right. Ooh, Jesse Ferg. Rock me, Jesse Ferg. Dancing, dancing, dancing. Were you dancing? So what's up, Jesse Ferg? Oh, not much. Just listen to you guys with the hookers. Yeah, we're big with we're we're big with the hooker community. <laughs> Except in Kathmandu, where we can't find them after the quake. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I thought I'd call the order a pop. What kind of pop would you like there? Sport? You know, you know, something wet. Uh, 20 ounce? I'll tell you what, today, for you, it's free. I'll throw it right upside your head. That's where, that's, that's how good it is. (laughs) Oh, that's great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my. Oh. I gave your mom a pop. I bet you that was... (laughs) <laughs> oh man I'm still reeling from getting hit in the head with a pop but <laughs> Got anything big planned today, Jesse? Something exciting going on this afternoon? Nope. nope, just enjoying the day Hopefully watch a few sports on the television And uh, just relax you watching the Cleveland-Boston oh. game right now in the background? No, I'm actually listening to you guys. You, you guys are more important. No, oh, I've oh. got the Cleveland-Boston game on. <laughs> of course you do. Why wouldn't you? Cleveland now up by 16. <laughs> Seven minutes to go in the second yeah, period. there you go. Yeah, this will be the final game if they hold on to the lead here. Yeah. Now, if you're a Boston player, wouldn't you just go ahead and just you know, not bother. I'm just going to say, well, screw it. You know, they're going to lose this game. Why make another trip to Cleveland just to finally lose? Yeah, exactly. Series? You know, you're a Boston Save guy. You just go ahead. And... Right. Just go through the motions, lose this game, clean out your locker, and, you know, call it a year. Yeah, there you go. 
No reason to make one more trip to Cleveland. Yeah, hey, I always wanted to go to Cleveland anyway. Yeah. Are you upset about the big earthquake in Nepal? Yeah, my heart goes out to him. Yeah. Yeah, that sounded sweet. Yeah, it did. Almost as as sincere, (laughs) J-Man, as his thanking everyone for his birthday wishes. (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was nice, guys. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Yes, I am a heartless bastard. I'll tell you what, guys. There are two people, Jay and Jesse, that are uh-huh. full uh-huh. behind the devastated people of Nepal. And it is our own that? guy on your dick oh. and slider balls cock. And they're there oh, yeah. to help. Jay, Matt man, guy on your dick here, and I'm coming to you from the fog of catastrophe. That is the earthquake-ravaged streets of Kathmandu. And hey, it's sports director Slider Ballscock here as well, as Guy and I are spending our Sunday sharing some laughs and bowling together at Victory Lanes. Victory Bowling Lanes here in Kathmandu, Nepal, of course, guys. I should have made that clear. Anyway, guys, Slider and I have been so moved by the tectonic torture that has befallen this berg that we have been moved to engage in not only some therapeutic bowling, but have been moved to wax poetically about the fate of Nepal. In fact, with tears rolling down my finely chiseled face earlier today, I penned this piece of rhyming haiku that I call a guy coup. Tectonic plates crash, a kingdom choking in ash. Where are the hookers? And that was pretty good, guy. And I followed your lead with what I call a sly coup. What is a haiku? I have no idea, but we'll do the best I can do. You should stay right there. Very nice, Slider. But your second line had twice the syllables it should have. Just like a poetic basketball player going hard to the bucket, I must have double-syllabled. It was still wicked good. So, Jay, Matt, and IWS listeners worldwide, Slider and I will keep you up to date on the chaos and carnage that has and is taking place here in Nepal. So, on behalf of Slider Boscock and the shoe attendant here at Victory Lanes, Victory Lanes and Kathmandu, that is, this is Guy on your dick, tossing it back to you guys in the studio. Font Ikbin Met Storm, Guy on your dick here, and when I'm not globe-trotting around the world, covering hotbeds of hegemony, mysteriously juxtaposed jetliners, or Malaysian hookers for IWS radio, I'm 
listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network. There you go. Jesse? Jesse? Yes? Yeah. Are, uh, are you any good at haikus? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> oh, what? me neither. Matt Matt is the haiku master. He's ah, a, well. Uh, he's got that haiku talent, that innate ability that some people are born with. I, on the oh. other hand, I, on the other hand, struggle mightily with <laughs> haikus. Wild Irish Rose, 17% alcohol. My liver puckers. Huh? It just rolls right <laughs> off the tongue. There we go. There yes, we it go. Does. <sighs> there you nothing go. else. If nothing else, Matt Man will be remembered for a man with mad haiku skills. Let's see if I can make one up in the in a flash here. Hookers and blow, hookers and blow. No, I can't do it. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. It's worth a try. You know when I went to vote back in 2012, or <laughs> Romney <laughs> or Obama pushed the Chad in deeply. Walk away, weeping. Huh? Uh-huh. Huh? Uh-huh. Not bad. Uh-huh. Not bad. I'll give you. We'll give you one of these. If I can find it. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Matt just sits around haikuing all the time. I do. I hike, pace and haiku. There That's what you, you should. You should pace just. You should just go on a haiku spree on Twitter, Facebook, something like that. Oh my God! I, maybe I will tonight. Yeah. Being National Poetry Month and all. Hmm. You know, after your nap. After my nap. Oh, I I feel pretty good today, Jay man. Yeah, you sound good. Sound I went to bed early last. Yeah, full of life. Full of, hey, beer mine bath got good weather today. I had shitty weather <laughs> last night. No, I'm not bitter. Yeah. No, not at all. No, not at all. Yeah. What's your favorite poem of all time, Jesse? Oh, goodness. Uh, there's so many of them. Well, probably Don't Go Dying, or <laughs> Don't Go Dying. Uh, don't Go Gently Into That Night. <clears throat> I know what you mean. It is amazing that you would mention that. It one. is. That because, is you know, amazing. Now, Matt is a huge Dylan Thomas fan. 
Yes, I am. And I'm a, you know, I like him all right myself. And uh, I went looking for a rendition of Do Not Go Gently Into That Good Night or whatever it is. And uh, I thought, well, we could just get a recording of Dylan Thomas himself reading his own poem. But what fun is that? Nah, no fun at all. Could have gotten Sir Anthony Hopkins. Very dramatic, but then again, a little too formal for us. So instead, I'm going to go with the late, great Rodney Dangerfield from the movie either Old School or Back to College or something like that. And back his to school. Back to school. Thank you. Good job. That's why we have you here. <laughs> there we go. Gordon, do you remember when we discussed the Dylan Thomas poem, Do Not Go Gentle Into That Good Night? Sally Kellerman. Do not go gentle into, into, into that good night. Old age should burn in rage at... At close of day, rage, rage against the dying of the light. Wild men who caught and sang the sun in flight and learned too late. They grieved it on its way. Do not go gentle into that good night. Brave men near death who see with blinding sight. Blind eyes could blaze like meteors and be gay. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. And you, my father, there in the sad height, curse, bless me now with your fierce tears, I pray. Do not go gently to that good night. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Thornton, what does that poem mean to you? It means I don't take shit from no one. <laughs> Here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen to that. And thank you for setting that up, Jesse. It's almost like yeah. we planned it, but we didn't. Incredible. That's right. We're all right there on that same wavelength. Yeah, great poem. But people didn't like him because he didn't write the way you were supposed to. Oh, he didn't follow the rules, did he, Matt? No, he did not. Oh. It makes people angry when you don't follow the rules, like Bruce Jenner. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And there's five minutes left, and if you'd like to call in really quick at 661-244-9852, come in and tell us why Dylan Thomas did not write (laughs) Or there's actually three and a half minutes left, and it's probably time to start wrapping things up. <laughs> yeah, well, their clock's a little off, J-Man. Well, we got to go yeah. by their clock, don't we? Yeah, I guess we do. <laughs> yeah, so we want to thank everyone. We want to thank everyone for listening. All the folks yep. in the chat room, and Cog, and Robert, and Jesse, and Jamie, and Sue, and everybody out there, the guests. People on their mobile devices, or iPhones, or iPads, or Androids, what have you. Yep. Our vast and diverse worldwide audience. 
Sure. And uh, remember, we'll be back next week. Same time, same channel. That's right. In pure we'll IWS the free world. radio. <laughs> and you got anything anything you want to say to everybody, Jesse, on the way out? Have a great day, and make sure the hookers don't point and laugh at you like they do for me. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, that's <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> All right. So we'll get everybody out of here At this least week. they didn't we'll return your money, Jesse. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get everybody out of here. The little closing music for no real reason at all, other than I like it. Little Jeff Lynn and the Electric Light Orchestra and Ooh. Mr. Blue Sky. What?
awesome. Nice, happy little tune to get you picked, going. Yeah, I never pegged you as an ELO fan. Oh, so much better than the Beatles. Oh, I think so, too. I love ELO. Love yeah. Jeff Lynn. Yep. All right, then. See, I can still surprise you after you all can. these years. <laughs> that what, that's what makes a romantic relationship stay fresh. That's right. <laughs> Keep surprising each other. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, have a wonderful day, J-Man, and happy well, you birthday too, once Man. again to your sister. Yeah. I'll have to call her up this evening. Yes, you should. Yeah. All right then. Maybe, maybe I'll call her up too and say, "How are you doing?" <laughs> Did you want to leave on no. that note? Yeah, we'll leave on that note, Matt <laughs> Peacock. <Okay. laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right, J Man. Talk to you next week. All right.